0: Welcome everybody to another episode of Tangents with Toby. How are you doing? I will be your host for today and let me just say I appreciate you guys for tuning in. Last week I had a special guest. We recorded an hour show. It was great. It was powerful. But when I went back to listen to it, there was a little bit of issues with the sound quality and... I personally didn't feel that it'd be right to release it to you. There was way too many puffs from P's and B's. Hopefully that picked up. (laughs) And I just didn't feel it was proper or to the point where you guys should listen to it. If I turned off after two minutes... I know for the fact that you guys would have turned it off long freaking time ago. It was literally that bad. There was times where the puffs of air was like three within two seconds. Like it was just, it was unbearable. So today I decided you guys need a show. So I am going to be doing a little something to make you go, ha uh-huh. It is the top five. Well, the catch with this top five is I set a poll out a couple weeks ago for you guys to pick <coughs> what t- top five you want me to do. Five favorites. Was it five favorite or five worst? Something to deal with video game consoles, five best video game soundtracks, five favorite motocrossers, as well as five favorite NHL goalies. So, it went on for, what was it, five days I do believe. And, I almost was shocked on the outcome of it. Oh, crap. It's not there anymore. Hmm. Oh, well. um, The part that really, really shocked me was the outcome. Because nowadays, it's very strong with video games and music and things like that. But, the NHL goalies actually won the poll. Followed by the consoles, soundtracks, the motocross. So, here we go. I took the five favorite NHL goalies, and I decided to tell you and break them down why I like them. Some of the reasons they are a little cheesy, but it is my favorites. so let's get it started. On my list, in no particular order, these are the guys that I just had marked down off the top of my head. Number one, Mike Vernon. Back in the day, my favorite team was the Calgary Flames. And of course, sometimes you have to like the goalie for your team. Which, when I liked Calgary, Mike Vernon was basically the goalie from the start to when he got traded. So... He was kinda of like my idol growing up. He's one of the reasons why I liked being a goalie for hockey. And if I had my chance, I would love to interview him, especially with him being on the teams that he was. Like, I don't know, it's hard to explain. He was a good goalie, he's like five nine, so he was short. But you also have to realize back in the late 80s and early 90s, goalies weren't tall, because they thought that short goalies had a massive um, advantage for being small, being quick, and going from there. Well, sometimes it's true, and sometimes it's not. Especially if you can compare goalies from the past goalies from today, where the goalies today the average is like six foot two six foot four where back in the day the average was six foot ten. Wait no five foot ten. Ah, that's a brain fart which really screwed things up but with Vernon he had a bunch or er, I'm not sure how many records he has but he's had a lot of records with the flames being a goalie. he's even won two Stanley Cups one with the flames one with Detroit so. He had a pretty luxurious career. I give him massive respect. If it wasn't for him, I don't think I'd be a goalie in anything. I can hold myself playing out, but I prefer being in that. Not sure why, but that's how it is. And next up online is Patrick Waugh. This guy was a massive influence in so many goalies how would you say career because he perfected the butterfly stance he was great he did what he could he has had set so many records even though Martin Brodeur came through but do you think hockey You think, goalie, Patrick Waugh has to be up there in the top five. There's no doubt about it. What he did for the game was just absolutely unbelievable. But the only issue that I had with Patrick Waugh is sometimes his attitude has gotten to him where he would start fighting. Like when Patrick Waugh fought Mike Vernon, it was a little unfair advantage because Patrick Waugh was a little bit taller, but my Mike Vernon stood up and kicked his ass. No, but seriously, I don't know how that fight, fight ended, but it was a pretty good fight. I give both men absolute credit. And with Patrick, if it wasn't for him, there would have been a lot of times that I'm pretty sure some things of today would have never Got uh, Utilized Like for example The butterfly stance It's a stance that I use It's great, it's quick I love it See, I told you My explanation of why I like these guys Isn't is just is, is Nice, nah, yeah, brilliant But it gets On Part <laughs> Speaking On Part The next one is Dominic Hasek for the longest time I could not stand this guy whatsoever I hated him with the passion I every time I played him I or when our team my team blah, 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 played him I'd always turn it off just for the simple fact I hated him I don't know why but the more I watched replays of his career His playing style wasn't orthodontic. It wasn't clean. It wasn't crisp. Most people compared him to Fish Out of Water, where he just flopped everywhere, pad came up, saved. How did he do it? I don't know. He had to be one of the most interesting goalies to ever watch. And there's so many people who tried to imitate him, but they just couldn't get his style. I believe he's one of the most underrated goalies. Because if you go ask people from back in the day to my day, even to today, you won't think too much of him. You'll think... Marty Brodeur, Patrick Waugh, uh, Jacques Plante, then Esposito, like, you'll think of all these guys, and even today, you'll think of uh, Turco, Curtis Joseph, like, I feel that, I know Curtis Joseph is a little bit earlier than that, but you get my point, I feel that, Hasek will live on with the reputation and the awesome skills that he's had. But I just think that he's going to be missing out on so much more credit just because he wasn't as smooth as everybody else. He just kind of flip-flops everywhere. And now I respect him for what he does. And you do what you can to stop the puck. Oh, that was even worse. All right. <laughs> Next, Tyler Moss. Not my little brother. I'm talking about Tyler Moss as in the NHL goalie. Many people will basically hear the name and never put a face to that name. But he was on a few years with Calgary. Then he went over to Carolina. Then he was playing over in uh, What is it? The Russia League. But the reason why I like this guy. Was not only was he a right handed catcher. Just like me. But he had potential. If given the chance and opportunity. But sadly. He would never get that opportunity. And he was always considered to be a backup goalie. There was one time when. Solani and Korea Were on Anaheim. Moss was in net. Solani, Solani passed to Korea. Korea one-timed it, and just out of the blue, wham! Glove save. And Korea put his head down, like, oh, this guy. But this is what I mean. He just—he had the ability to be great, but sadly, he just wasn't given the chance. Like I said. The one reason why I liked him so much was because of his glove hand. I don't, that's one thing you don't notice in the NHL too much is goalies having right handed catchers. Uh, I think Tom Brasso had one, Grant Fear had one, Moss had one. I'm pretty sure top five right handed goalies. (laughs) It's a possibility. Alright, so finally, on my list. The last one. Is Ron Hextall. Another goalie that I couldn't stand at the day. But the more I get older, the more I respect his game style. It sucks that now everybody will take a flop or will get hit, get hurt. But yet, nobody will stand. They're crazy. Stand the ground. If somebody sees them, they won't go take that extra two seconds to line up, prepare for the hit. There's too many goalies that, to me, they're a little too soft. They think they're invincible. They think the rules don't apply to them. Hang on, ears itchy. And that's one of the reasons why I like Ron Hechtstall. If somebody was in a crease or if he didn't like something, he would tell you. He'd punch you. He'd fight. He'll cross-check. He would do everything in his power to take the stance of his home. Where now, goalies are getting bowled over and getting hurt with concussions. When you're outside of the crease, you have to keep your head on a swivel. You cannot think like a goalie, but you have to think like a, a person like a forward or a defenseman that's what being a goalie is and depending on where you are I can't believe how many goalies don't pay attention to their surroundings If it, it freaks me out like if my kids ever got into hockey that would be the one thing that I would say this is your home protected if you're outside of the crease somebody's coming towards you you have more protection than them use it for your advantage trust me i was 175 back in my playing days i had a lot of equipment on which boosted me up past 190 anyway guys i'm gonna make this one short sweet if you have any questions, comments, feel free to email me at tangentswithtoby@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Head over to Twitter at Tangents toby, Facebook, just do a search. You'll find it. Uh, tangentswithtoby.wordpress.com. And next week, let's see if I can create a little bit better episode. But with all your support, I thank you guys. And you are listening to Tangents with Toby.